And I don't know about you, but the physical symptoms of anxiety were my nemesis. And I could easily be stopped from doing what I really wanted to do in life just from those strong physical sensations. Now, does that sound like you too? Which physical symptoms get to you the most? Now, life's simply too short and precious to be held back by tricks of the mind. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how to take your life back from those physical symptoms, which can literally terrorize you. So let me tell you a story. There I was in a Gatwick airport terminal waiting to go on holiday. Now, you'd think that'd be an exciting time, wouldn't you? No, not for me. I was sat outside the WH Smith, trembling in a skin-tingling cold sweat with anxiety. My mouth was drier than the Sahara Desert, and I felt my stomach constantly twisting and turning with nausea as I looked at the entrance to the boarding gates. Now, this was a long time ago, but I can remember it like it was yesterday. But my mind was doing its absolute best to terrorise me with thoughts as to why I shouldn't board that flight to New York. Not because I was worried about turbulence or it crashing or anything like that. It was the thoughts of losing control, having a panic attack, being sick and embarrassed that terrified me the most. My brain was convincing me it was still not too late to go home. God knows how I must have looked to the people around me, which by the way is the spotlight effect where the brain tricks us into thinking people are that bothered by what we're going through when the reality is they're too busy being lost in our own minds to even pay us any attention. But when we're anxious, that spotlight effect makes it feel all the more real. Why was I going on a flight to New York while I was there to finally break my travel anxiety by traveling on my own? Maybe not the best idea at the time, but I wanted to crack it. And this was my way of finding out. So there I was, outside the Wright Smiths, having my anxiety experience. And you know what? I took control and I did it. I applied some strategies I've been exploring to help manage and heal my anxiety disorder. And something Something strange happened much more quickly than anticipated. The knot in my gut unraveled and my nausea, which is definitely my biggest nemesis, began to drift away and was gone. My mouth felt moist again, though I was easing it with a bit of water. And those large intrusive thoughts began to quieten down. I remember thinking, this is so weird because I actually started to feel bored, like restless. I went into Deborah Smith's and started browsing the magazines, and I began to have a rumbling belly. Now, this is all very new to me, because when I was traveling, I never ate. That was always a near impossibility, because I was doing anything to avoid being sick. But there I was, beginning to gravitate towards a fridge, of very cheap and plain sandwiches as, do you know what? I still wasn't going to take the risk. But something had changed. I had broken the spell of the physical symptoms that used to terrorize me into avoiding travel as much as possible. 
Munching cautiously on a very plain hand sandwich to the gate, I felt a renewed sense of confidence beginning to build. Do you know what I was saying to myself? I can do this. I know I can do this. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how. So if you're new to the Mindset Change podcast, welcome. I am your coach and host, Paul Shepard. If you've not yet subscribed, then I invite you to hit that plus button on your app, as I promise you, you don't want to miss out on the episodes coming your way. Very quick thank you to all the new listeners coming in from around the globe after a certain mindset trick video went viral and has been watched by millions of you. So welcome and thank you for joining me on this episode on the worst parts of having anxiety. If you struggle with anxiety or stress or even just being held back in life by a mind trying to protect you, then make sure you listen to the very end on how to begin to take your life back. Now, I've been on quite a journey with anxiety from a young age due to trauma in my childhood from being bullied, battling with being gay as I was doing everything I could not to be gay, having mostly emotionally unavailable parents and a travel phobia that came from travel sickness and the fear of being sick, also known as a metaphobia. Sounds like quite a lot. And do you know what? It was, but I got through it. I now am classed as anxiety-free and I coach people all around the world in how to do the same. Now for me, the feelings in my gut were one of the worst parts of feeling anxious. One of the others was overthinking and I'm going to address that in another episode. I'm talking about the physical symptoms in this one. But just the mere suggestion that there could be nausea and I was plotting a way to avoid the situation I fear would be triggering nausea and anxiety. And that made my world so small. Now I want to ask you, what's the worst part of feeling anxious for you? Now in a few social media posts, I recently asked what were the worst parts of feeling anxious? And thankfully, so many of you responded. And if you're wondering, why am I not seeing these things on social media? Do check me out on Instagram at Mindset Change UK and also on TikTok at Mindset Change UK too. But the top physical symptoms you hated in no particular order were nausea, dizziness, tingling in hands and feet, feeling like you're having an out-of-body experience, feeling like reality isn't real, Stomach problems, bowel and bladder issues, tremors, racing heart rate, pressure in your head, tension in the body, including neck and head, cold and hot sweats, the exhaustion, nightmares, your throat closing up and feeling like you can't breathe. Now, I know there are others, but these were the top ones that were mentioned. Now, what's interesting about these responses are that they are completely normal and part of the physiological fight or fight response, that they can trigger health anxiety if they are not normalized and kept in check. That is definitely for another episode, as is I'm not going to go into the biology of why these are normal, because that would take up so much time. I want to talk to you instead about what you can begin to do with them. So let's get proactive. And I'm going to offer you some perspectives which can also change your experience of them. So first of all, I want you to know a few things from my experience of having healed my own anxiety 
and helped hundreds of people do the same. I think one of the first things to know, and this is really important, is that your subconscious mind will use those physical symptoms you hate to try and protect you from the danger it thinks you will be in your future. So for example, my subconscious mind would trick me into feeling the exact feeling of travel sickness way before I even stepped into a vehicle. I would feel dizzy, nauseous, hot and cold sweat, tingling my hands and fingers even before traveling. Now, how did that make sense? Now, why? Because I would then do everything I could, of course, to get out of it. I would plead to my parents, mostly unsuccessfully, to try to get out of it. Please don't take me to the car to the beach because the drive was like a living hell. I'd be given a clear sandwich bag. I'm not joking you. A clear sandwich bag to vomit in, much to the disgust of my family, who had no sympathy whatsoever. In fact, they used to say, we think you're making this up. And you know what? They're still not convinced that I wasn't making it up. Go figure. Anyway, moving on from that. um, Whilst these symptoms of nausea are normal for anxiety, my subconscious mind was absolutely brilliant at creating the exact ones I feared the most to get me to go into avoidance mode. It was such a neat trick. So think about for a moment, what does your subconscious make you feel that can stop you dead in your tracks? Is it that throat closing up? Is it that lurch in the stomach, that knot, racing heart? And if you keep avoiding, like I did, what's the cost to you in your personal life? What's the cost for you in your professional life? And do you know how to break that spell? Or do you know what broke that spell for me in the airport that day? I did a very basic form of my ABC anxiety freedom technique and I welcomed those thoughts and feelings and I let them be there even though that went against everything I thought and felt. It was such a big risk. But what I'd been doing in the past hadn't been working. I was trying to think more positively about travel. I was trying not to have any negative thoughts at all. And of course... That on its own, as a strategy, was doomed to failure, as the anxiety was mostly in my body, not my mind. And this is such a big mistake so many people make when it comes to anxiety. They try to outthink it. What I'd been learning to do was work with my body and mind to help me deal with the physical symptoms which paralyzed me the most. And I can tell you now, it was not easy. But I was determined to get traveling no matter what. I was tired of having such a small caged existence. So I had to take this big risk and to see if it worked. And I had to do that in the very environment I dreaded. So there I am, sat there outside Deborah Smith's. And I did my best to bring on those feelings and make them as strong as possible. Go on, do your worst, I was mentally saying. Bring it on. Do your worst. Now, I'm not going to lie, the nausea did rise. The thoughts rushed in. The tingle started. All the normal symptoms were there. The thoughts were telling me I was going to be sick. 
You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be judged by the people around you. Get to the bathroom now. Go, go, go. Get to a cubicle so no one can see you. That was so tempting. But what I did was I accepted these catastrophic thoughts as just thoughts. And I've been learning that all thoughts are just thoughts through mindfulness training. They are either useful or not. Now, it's not an easy feat, but with repetitive training, that had begun to pay off. So these thoughts could just appear. And then just by welcoming them, allowing them to be there, staring at them, they began to disappear which is all very different to trying to avoid having these thoughts at all, because that was always, for me, a near impossibility. You try not thinking of a pink elephant. We've all tried that experiment before, and of course the mind thinks of a pink elephant. To try not to think negative thoughts just invites the mind to check to see if you're thinking those negative thoughts. Our crazy brains, eh? So I was accepting the feelings. I was accepting the thoughts. I slowly sipped water to replace the lost moisture in my mouth. And then I also began to breathe slow and low down to my diaphragm, down to my belly, to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system, which tells the brain I am safe. Slow and low, no big... Big, massive breath needed, uh, just gentle, gentle down to the belly to soothe my nervous system. I was also doing a mind balance technique where I was just tapping left and right with my feet and hands in a rhythmic motion. And this also soothed my nervous system. I then began to say to myself, This is just anxiety. So I was labeling my anxiety. This is just anxiety and it will pass. And I kept practicing, gently moving my attention to the present moment and did my best to begin watching the people around me. Now this eventually worked for me to a degree as the thoughts became boring and died away. Hooray! But... I would still have the odd spike of nausea and dizziness, which I didn't, of course, want, but I could handle that with a growing confidence that I was on the right path to healing my anxiety and changing my life. So what can you do? Well, let's upgrade what I did for sure, as it was okay back then and got me to manage and reduce my physical symptoms. But since then, I have learned a ton of new information on how to work with anxiety and help even more people experience anxiety freedom. But first of all, let me quickly explain what I believe anxiety is, as this will set up the technique quite nicely. So I'm going to ask you to open your mind here, as the old traditional anxiety treatments, which usually mean pills before skills, and maybe some talk or CBT therapy, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, will solve the problem. But in my view, they can be quite out of date and over-focus on your mind, your past, and your thoughts. And whilst that's an important part of healing anxiety, it's only a small part of the anxiety puzzle. Now, this might go against everything you think and feel about anxiety. And it can be quite a controversial point of view. But please have your mind open to the idea that anxiety isn't the enemy, no matter how it feels or what impact it's having 
on your life. I know it's painful. I know it sucks. I know it can be debilitating, but it really isn't the enemy. Bear with me. Anxiety is a message from your mind and body that there's something in your life which isn't sustainable and it's making your mind and body sick. So anxiety is a way of your mind and body getting your attention because we don't change things unless we feel a bit of pain. For most of us, unfortunately, that is a key motivator. So anxiety is a motivating way to change course. So if your lifestyle is seriously out of balance and it's impacting your mind, your body, your heart, which means your connections, your relationships around you, or you're not living with purpose, you're not feeling fulfilled, you're not living your why, you're not living by your values, then anxiety will come a knocking. So if you're not investing in nourishing, training and strengthening your mind with, say, new knowledge, healing old trauma, practicing mindfulness meditation training, practicing gratitude, being coached during therapy, learning to reflect, then your mind and body can try and use anxiety to get your attention. You don't look after your body if it's unwell, has hormonal issues, if it's struggling to get nutrients, hydration, and it's not exercised, and you're poisoning it with junk food, nicotine, alcohol, drugs, then of course, anxiety will come a knocking. If you have an unhealthy relationship with yourself, the people around you, the planet that you live on, then yes, anxiety can keep on knocking. And if you're living a life with little or no purpose, other than to consume the content given to you by willing companies that cages your spirit, leading you to live a life that's not true to you, then you guessed it, anxiety can keep on knocking. There's no getting around it. Anxiety is an incredibly nuanced subject. There's a real art to becoming anxiety free. And do you know what's so annoying? There are people who claim to cure anxiety in one session with some temporary mind hack or hypnosis session. And I promise you that tends to be bullshit for most people. I mean, if you've got a hormonal issue, trap trauma, or you're doing too much, drinking too much alcohol, just thinking differently isn't going to change the physical effects of those habits, is it? This is why I favor a more holistic approach looking at the bigger picture. Because unless you address what emotional and physical needs are not being met, then your mind and body will continue to let you know through negative thoughts and physical symptoms. So how can anxiety be the enemy if it's asking you to change course so you can live a happier, healthier life full of purpose, love, joy, relationships, fulfillment and energy? I mean, who doesn't want that? Anxiety will knock at your door to say, hey, we're not really on track to get to what you really want. So let's change course. So just beginning to perceive anxiety as a friend and that those physical symptoms that you dread the most are there to help you can begin to change your relationship with anxiety forever. This is groundbreaking. Now, if you're thinking, what do I need to do to start taking action to give my mind and body what it needs? I've done a free top 10 core ways to heal anxiety PDF. You can download it for free from my website. Let's kick things off and you'll find the link in the bio. 
And if you'd rather work with me one-to-one to learn the art of anxiety freedom, again, do reach out using the links in the show notes. Now, I would practice the technique that I'm going to share with you over and over to help rewire your brain to make this a much more natural process. Start with the easier symptoms, don't work anything too hard, and begin to work your way up. So Nicole, who's been a client of mine, told an anxiety group that I was running how this technique kicked in without her even thinking about it and helped her in a very tense, anxious moment. What I loved about that was I was so happy to hear that it happened automatically and it really motivated my group to keep on practicing and making this a discipline that rewires their brains to make it automated for them too. Okay, so ABC, accept. Accept your thoughts, accept your feelings, accept those physical symptoms. No controlling, no fighting, no distracting, no judging. And I know this is hard at first, but do you know what? If you persevere, I promise you it will get easier. So in a way, you're leaning into the experience. You're moving towards it, no longer resisting it. Remember, what we resist persists. And it tells the brain we are in danger. So instead, with your awareness, bring your attention to where you feel the anxiety in your body. Lean into it and just allow and accept it to be there. Remember, it's not the enemy. And the problem often isn't the anxiety symptoms. It's our perception of them. So accept and learn to accept as much as you can. And B, choose to breathe. Breathe slow and low, down to the diaphragm, in through the nose, extending the exhale through the mouth. Now this triggers the parasympathetic nervous system and it tells the brain you are safe. And if you want to super boost the breathwork side of things, you can do a gentle breath into the belly then hold a second breath to the chest, then hold and then do a very long exhale to deepen its effect. And see, choose. Now there are lots of choices that I coach, but in this instance, you're going to choose with compassion to soothe the false alarm that you can feel that's being triggered in your body. Is it your stomach? Is it your neck and shoulders? Is it your chest? Put your hand there if possible as this releases oxytocin, which is a great stress reliever. And then label your experience as this is just anxiety and it will pass soon. And you can say that mentally or you can say it out loud. The mere fact that you have choice and that you're choosing to label will dramatically reduce your physical symptoms due to your amygdala, which is in the survival part of the brain, calming right down. And then, beautifully, it will hand back control over to your prefrontal cortex, which is a wise, rational, and logical part of you. So sit there with the emotions, sit there with the feelings, sit there with the physical symptoms, sit there with the thoughts, accept them, allow them to be there, welcome them, breathe into them, and just choose to label as this is just anxiety and it will pass soon. I know this will feel difficult. I'm going to repeat this again, but do practice on the minor physical symptoms that you get. Get a sense of how that works. And as you begin to build your confidence up, you can begin to then try it on the more difficult ones, which can hold you back. 
Let me know how this goes for you. If you've never left a review in Apple Reviews, please do so. It would be good to hear what you think of this show. I do offer one-to-one coaching for a small number of clients. If you would like to get in contact to explore this as an option for you, we can arrange a conversation. I can explore what's happening with you, answer any questions you have, and also let you know if I'm going to be the best course of action. You are also more than welcome to come and join my wonderful online WhatsApp community where you can engage with myself and an amazing bunch of people who can also help you with anything that you are struggling with. So thank you for joining me for this Worst Parts of Anxiety episode. I hope it's helped you. 